Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. But time and chance happeneth to them all. Time and chance happens to all. Life is filled with odds. Insurance actuaries have established the odds on whether you and I will arrive at work alive or not on any given day. Sobering, isn't it? That kind of information is foundational to the insurance industry. There are mathematical computations that can establish odds on nearly every imaginable thing using laws known as laws of probability. Author Michael Orkin puts the concept in perspective in his book, What Are the Odds? The following excerpt is from his book. If you toss a coin 100 times, you'll probably get somewhere between 40 and 60 heads. What chance do you have of getting 100 heads in 100 tosses? Let's informally compute the probability. If you toss a coin once, the chance of getting heads equals one half. If you toss a coin twice, the chance of getting heads both times equals one half times one half, which equals one fourth. The chance of getting three heads and three tosses equals one half times one half times one half equals one eighth and so on. The chance of getting 100 heads and 100 tosses equals one half to the hundredth power or one and one nonillion. That's 30 zeros, my friend. If every person on the earth, 6 billion people, starts tossing coins 24 hours per day with each person tossing at the rate of 100 tosses every 5 minutes, it will take an average of about a million billion years until somebody gets 100 heads in 100 tosses. Even though it's theoretically possible getting 100 heads in 100 tosses, for all practical purposes, it's impossible. If the 6 billion people now on the earth had been doing this for since the beginning of the universe, it's unlikely that anyone would have yet come up with 100 heads in 100 tosses. On God Said, Man Said, biblical prophecies are used to prove the supernatural origin of the inerrant Word of God and the laws of probability are used to establish that reality. Click on the Prophecies of Christ and Proof That God Is and Prophecy Prelude on this web website. For example, what is the probability? that a man would have made a particular biblical prophecy for the skeptics claim it was written by mere men, and his predictions would come to pass. If the chances in our example were one chance in a billion that a mortal man could have accomplished this feat, then the flip side of that statement is that it was 999,999,999 that it was God. The scriptures are laden with such examples. In the street vernacular, the laws of probability are commonly known as gambling odds. Keep in mind that odds greater than 1 in 10 to the 50th power, or the number 10 followed by 50 zeros, is considered effectively impossible. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. God said, Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. And this was all accomplished just over 6,000 years ago. Man said, Ridiculous! We are a matter of time and chance, with our beginning comprised of an explosion out of nothing. Given enough time and chance, anything could happen. Now the record. 
One of Charles Darwin's greatest promoters was a man named Thomas Huxley, an advocate of time and chance. Huxley is reported to have said that six monkeys, poking randomly at typewriters for millions of years, could write all the books in the British Museum. Most people have heard variations of this statement, such as recreating the entire work of Shakespeare, etc., but the concept remains the same. Concerning time and chance and monkeys, author James Perloff weighed in with the following. However, anyone who believes those projections hasn't figured the math. What are the odds of a monkey typing one predetermined nine-letter word such as evolution? Since the alphabet has 26 letters, one must multiply 26 by itself eight times. We find the monkey would need an average of more than five trillion attempts just to write evolution once correctly. Typing ten letters per minute, this would take over a million years. If one word is that hard to get, one begins to fathom the difficulties of randomly producing a paragraph, Hamlet, or the components of life. Creation scientist Dwayne Gish puts the monkey matter in perspective. A monkey typing 100 letters every second for 5 billion years would not have the remotest chance of typing a particular sentence of 100 letters even once without spelling errors. In fact, if 1 billion planets the size of Earth were covered eyeball to eyeball and elbow to elbow with monkeys, and each monkey was seated at a typewriter, and each monkey typed a string of 100 letters every second for 5 billion years, the chances are overwhelming that not one of these monkeys would have typed the sentence correctly. Only 10 to the 41st power tries would be made by all these monkeys in that 5 billion years. There would not be the slightest chance that a single one of the trillion trillion monkeys would have typed a pre-selected sentence of 100 words such as the subject of this impact article is the naturalistic design of life on the earth under assumed primordial conditions without a spelling error even once. Considering an enzyme, then, of 100 amino acids, there would be no possibility whatever that a single molecule could ever have arisen by pure chance on the earth in 5 billion years. Evolutionists, obviously not of Dar 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 the Darwinian ilk, Sir Fred Hoyle and Co-author Chandra Wickramsinghe of the book Evolution from Space had this to say regarding Huxley's monkeys. No matter how large the environment one considers, life cannot have had a random beginning. Troops of monkeys thundering away at random on typewriters could not produce the works of Shakespeare for the practical reason that the whole observable universe is not large enough to contain the necessary monkey hordes the necessary typewriters, and certainly not the waste paper baskets required for the deposition of wrong attempts. The same is true for living material. Again concerning time and chance, Hoyle and Wick Ramasinghe report, the likelihood of the spontaneous formation of life from inanimate matter is one to a number with 40,000 knots after it. It is big enough to bury Darwin and the whole theory of evolution. There was no primeval soup, neither on this planet nor any other, and if the beginnings of life were not random, they must therefore have been the product of purposeful intelligence. End of quote. Remember, 10 to the 50th power, which is the number 10 followed by 50 zeros, is considered effectively impossible. Again, back to Perloff's writings. He is recounting zoologist Harold Coffin's remark concerning the findings of Morwitz. 
Morowitz has determined the probability for the origin of the organic precursors for the smallest likely living uh, entity by random processes. He based his calculations on reaction probabilities, a somewhat different and more accurate approach than most other such computations. The chances for producing the necessary molecules, amino acids, proteins, etc., for a cell, one-tenth the size of the smallest known to man, is less than one in ten to the 340 millionth power, or ten with 340 million zeros after it. Time and chance simply don't get the creation job done. Why does man insist on something as untenable as evolution? Simply because his rebellious carnal heart is not willing to surrender to the Christ that made him. This is the spirit of rebellion that began for mankind in the Garden of Eden and won't end until Judgment Day. Jesus Christ identifies this terrible problem in John chapter 3, verses 19 and 20. And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. A final note on monkeys is from London AP article. Give six monkeys one computer for a month, and they will make a mess. Researchers at Plymouth University in England reported this week that primates left alone with the computer attacked the machine and failed to produce a single word. They pressed a lot of S's, researcher Mike Phillips said Friday. Obviously, English isn't their first language. A group of faculty and students in the university's media program left the computer in the monkey enclosure at Pankton Zoo in southwest England, home to six Sulawesi-crested macaques. Then they waited. At first, said Phillips, the lead male got a stone and started bashing the H out of it. Another thing they were interested in was defecating and urinating all over the keyboard, added Phillips, who runs the university's Institute of Digital Arts and Technologies. God said that he created all things in six literal days just over 6,000 years ago. Man said, ridiculous, we are a matter of time and chance, with our beginning comprised of an explosion out of nothing. Give enough time and chance, anything can happen. Now you have the record.